0: Hi, friends, and welcome to Finding the Shama. I am uh, actually at a really good space this morning. Um, I'm by myself, believe it or not. Yeah, I know. I told you guys I have a big family, and I have, I guess for a while, <laughs> I have told my husband, like, I need a break. I'm tired. I'm tired. And uh, I celebrated year 43 yesterday, and so... My husband and children gifted me with time, <laughs> like I have uh a couple of days where I don't have to worry about anything with our household. They sent me away for a while, and y'all don't know, like I was resisting this for a second, like I'm like y'all trying to get rid of me and um i I was struggling with that of being away from uh, my husband and my children for a couple of days. But it's something I've kind of visualized for years. And then I was telling my sister that, you know, I could picture myself out in this cabin somewhere, you know, by myself. And it just kind of like it was cool, but it kind of creeped me out a little bit because I'm used to the background noise. And uh, or just knowing like my house is not usually super loud people would think it was like super loud since it's 12 of us but it's not it's usually pretty calm however I know there's somebody there and so when there's no one around or it's super quiet it's eerie for lack of a better word I find comfort in being with my family and so but there are times when you have to go off he was like this my husband's like um this way you can find the shama you can you need to find your breath i'm like okay well that's cool but i'm not gonna lie guys i wrestled with it i was like can you cancel it you know i was like being a big baby (laughs) i uh gave my oldest daughter i'm like did you know about this she was like yeah and she said you know i can handle things i pretty much handle a lot of stuff anyway i'm like okay well whatever big big dog (laughs) but uh and she's very helpful to me into our household but um i caught myself giving her like the puppy dog look you know i had my my eyes looking all sad and she's like you know mama that don't work the other way around it only works you know for parent on parents from the children i'm like man i couldn't win but um i had to embrace it and i that's what i I told my husband i'm gonna embrace it and i had a, a good friend stop by and my sister it was like, Hey, embrace this, you know? And I'm like, okay, so this is like new for me because it is, I told, um, it is a couple of days, which I still will see them like one day in between these few days. But, um, a lot of times I, we have a sense of being alone. Like when you're alone and there are people close by, but like really being in isolation, is a whole nother thing because I'm used to my thoughts. Like, Hey, I'm a woman. I don't know many women at all whose brains aren't going at a thousand on at any given time. It's a drop of a dime. Like our brains are just like, shoot, 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 like all over the place. But, uh, I'm gonna have to embrace this. I'm excited about this because it's like my life is unfolding in, uh, incredible ways. It really is. Um, I mentioned before about the finding the Shama it's, it's not just about my life, but I want to share my life aspects of my life with you all, because I think we're all in pursuit of remembering who we are and who we were created to be. Um, the Bible talks about how the most high says, I want to say he was talking to Isaiah and he said, I knew you, I knew you ahead of time. I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. That was not Isaiah. He was talking, that was uh, David, I believe. And um, there was, we existed before we got here. And that's not to sound spooky or crazy. Like that's like for real. And I, I used to tell my children when they were younger, especially uh, my-, my oldest son, his questions, he got to that phase of around three-ish where every question was, why? But why? But why? So you couldn't, like, there was no end to his questions. Like if he asked, um, mama, why, why do we have a chair? I'm like, so we can sit down. But why? Because sometimes we get tired and we need to sit down because we've been walking in. So, but why? And it would go on and on and on and on and on until the questions got back to, Creation. I'm not lying. I'm not exaggerating. Like the everything would end up back in creation. That's how many why questions he would he would ask me on the daily, okay? But um I used to tell them they were like they would ask me different things and I would let them know, hey, part of you has always existed. Part of us existed before we got flesh, before we were in our mother's wombs. A part of us has always existed. Think about it for a second. That's amazing. We were all created by the Most High. And since He's always existed, when He spoke things into existence, when He formed man and when He formed woman, when He breathed into man and woman the breath of life, when he put a soul in them that is a part of who he is so a part of us is everlasting like our father is and so um it's amazing how things come together and how life plays out because we're all in this pursuit I always say of uh, finding the shaman. <laughs> And uh, I think that that's like the best way to put it, because we're all in this pursuit to remember who we were before we were flesh, before we before we got bodies. We're all trying to remember what our assignment was. Why did he choose us to come here? Like it's all throughout the Old Testament text or the Tanakh or Torah, whichever way you want to phrase that it's all throughout that there was, there's this great plan that exists before we are at, before our parents get together, before we are conceived in our mother's wombs, there's a plan. How amazing is that? Like, it's like mind blowing. And if you look at your life, if you take time out and you look back over your life, you'll see how things kind of fell in place at different times. And so, um, that's, that's this finding the Shama thing is finding how things fall in place and they fall in place because you have this assignment. Like you have this assignment somehow along the way we tend to forget why we were here. Now I can't say this for everybody. Cause I, I've met people that seem like they knew why they were supposed to be born and, they walk in it like it's like effortless. But for some of us, and maybe for most of us, just looking at the way the world is, maybe most of us forget what that assignment was. What was the purpose in us being born? So a lot of people, a lot of babies aren't born from for various reasons. There are a lot of, there are a lot of babies that are conceived, but they're not born. Why? There are a lot of people to this day that are striving to conceive, but they, they haven't for whatever reason, as of yet, I'm thinking about Abraham and Sarah. I mean, goodness gracious. They waited 75 years and I said he was 75 years old when he was promised a son and he waited another 25 years by the time the child was born. That's crazy. You would think, you know, hey, the Most High says, hey, I'm going to make your make you great. I've chosen you. I'm going to make your seed great. It's going to be as many as there are stars and as many of the grains of sand. you would think he would have got started on it like earlier. Right. I mean, like 25 years. That's crazy. That's amazing. Crazy. So when I say crazy, don't be offended by that. But it's just it blows my mind. He made he had to wait. And for whatever purpose, some things had to happen in that period of time from him receiving the promise verbally in the promise being manifested or coming to life or him being to put his hands on the promise being fulfilled. And so a lot there's so many factors uh, in Yah's mind is so So great that it's hard to even comprehend small things that there was a purpose behind why Abram and Sarah or Abram and Sarah, as they were called after the birth of their child, had to wait so very long before it came to pass. So this is definitely a journey of looking at those pieces of this puzzle They give us cues and clues as to why we're here. And sometimes those pieces of the puzzle are like absolutely beautiful and fun and exciting. And at other times, those pieces are pieces that have brokenness in them. Name one prophet that didn't experience a place or a period of time where they experienced brokenness or frustration and some outright despair. Some outright running for their lives. Name one. Name one leader that didn't face opposition. When I sit here and I think, uh, you know, about being being by myself, that's you know, I want to do a lot of soul searching. I do that anyway. But now there's like no background noise. The the defaults, the defaults that I have, you know of. Once you get into some real soul searching that, hey, you can just call so-and-so or somebody comes in and interrupt. I don't have that excuse right now. I have like solitude and time to really do some spirit work, some soul work and continue on my journey of finding who I am and why I'm here. I, uh, I would say over the years I've had moments where I'm like, okay, that's why I'm here. And for that moment, that was why I was cre- I was created for that moment, but it wasn't the only one. And so, like I said, I, I'm into day one of year 43 and I have been going through a shifting in my own life and my mindset about some things. And so I'm, this is a good time To have this moment of reflection is also we're getting ready for, uh, to, I choose the word celebrate because I guess it's the easiest to understand, but to, uh, participate in the day of atonement, which is coming up in a couple of days. And while we don't have, you know, animal sacrifices and all that kind of stuff, the new Testament talks about presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice. It's a time of reflecting on the choices you've made. Are you really fulfilling your assignment? or Are you running away from it? It's a day of, like all the biblical feasts, they're days of inspection. They are appointed times, moeds, appointed times to uh, meet with the creator. I know we we pray every day. We, uh, a lot of, some people worship every day. Some worship, you know, different times, but it's something special about these appointed times. Uh, You first read about that in the story of or the account of Cain and Abel. There was an appointed time for them to appear before the creator. And so he has these appointed times for us. And these are days where our fruit or our labor, the fruit of our hands, the fruit of our hearts are inspected. And so these days leading up to it is, I mean, like, I'm so grateful for this time to be alone is to inspect. I inspect it before I present it, if that makes sense. If you're going to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the most high, then you need to check and see if it's right. I know like with my um, my children, like, okay, so we have this thing where we have (laughs) it's called mama alert. All right. I I instituted that years ago and it's when I'm getting ready to come inspect. I used to have one of the children say, Hey, mama alert, mama alert, mama alert. So they'll know, Hey, mama's coming. You better get up and make sure you did what you're supposed to do. And so these, these feast days are kind of like that to me. Okay. So not to, not to make it sound too childish, but I want you to get the picture. It's you've been given a job to do. And it's going to be inspected. When we all face our creator long term in the end of our lives, our lives are inspected. I mean, almost every culture has that as a basis. So it must be a a lot of truth. And I believe it is true. A lot of truth to it, since that's the that's the tradition of the whole world, that your life is going to be examined. These feast days... Help us get into that mindset of there's going to be a time when we're going to be examined or when our work is going to be examined. And so these feast days help us learn to inspect for ourselves first before we just offer anything. Paul Paul wrote about this. He said that when he was coming to the end of his life, he was like, I'm now ready to be poured out as a drink offering. See, I, people miss this, but he, he, he understood. Um, he said, I've done what I had to do. Now I'm ready to be poured out. Meaning he's inspected himself. And now he's ready for the father to look at him and check his work. Right now we have uh, half of the country is schooling at home. I won't call it homeschooling because it's different. We'll talk about that another day. But um, when you have your children at home with you, doing you working on these lessons for these teachers uh, virtually, it's like a whole nother ball game. But you still, and even before this, parents tend to inspect their children's homework. Why? Because you want them to do their best. You want, and before they even bring it to you, a lot of times we'll say, "Hey, go double check your work." You check it. You make sure it's what it needs to be. If you uh, have inspections in your house with your children, you're like, hey, I'm going to come check your room and see if it's clean. You make sure that your room is clean first. And so when I come through, I can praise you. I can do something nice for you. I We, we can be really happy with each other because you checked your own work first. Our father, our creator, Yah the most high. He wants us to get into the habit of checking ourselves first, examining our own selves first. And when we examine ourselves, then we know we did the best we could before we made a presentation. And so these feast days, finding the Shama, all of this, these are all a part of the same thing of finding and knowing who we are, why we were created why we were sent here so that we can fulfill whatever purpose that was decided before the foundation of the world. What was the purpose? Why did he want us here at this time? And so I hope, you know, to encourage you guys to uh, examine your own heart. It's easy to judge and examine everybody else, but it's definitely real, real, real work to look in yourself. Look at your own heart. And see if what you're offering every day, how are you using your breath? How are you using your soul? What does your soul even look like? What's the fruit of your soul? Those are things we need to think about. What are we producing? Back to Cain and Abel one person had a sacrifice that was accepted, and the other was rejected. And Cain became angry because his was rejected. Why was his rejected? He didn't inspect this thing like he should have. The most I told him, he was like, hey, why are you upset? He said, if you do good, won't I per- Won't you receive good? If you do well, won't your, your gift be accepted as well? He was like, I'm fair, but I want you to do your best. I know what your best is. I need you to put in the effort to figure out what your best is. I was talking to my friend the other day. I'm like, a lot of times I don't think we realize what our best is. And I, I believe that a lot of times that's because we're so busy doing everything that we're doing nothing. And we're so busy doing everything that we do the bare minimum on the things that matter the most. And so I encourage you as I do this myself, Hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you something about myself. Some of you are just getting to know me uh, <laughs> for the first time. And, you know, these are my first couple of episodes. So most of these people that know me that are listening to it. But as things progress, I want you all to know this about me. Call I'm the kind of person that if you see something in me or you, if you see an imperfection in the sense of something I can change, call me on it. I don't want to tell anybody anything that I don't do myself. I don't want to sell you something I haven't bought. <laughs> if that makes sense, I, I man, I could go on a tangent on that. I've been in several businesses over the over the years from MLMs to whatever. I, you call you name it, I probably I've tried some of them. And one of the biggest things that hindered me from moving any anyway, moving forward with some of them was I didn't believe in the product. I can't sell anything I don't believe in. And that's how I'm cut. There are people who can sell cars straight off the lot. And they're good at selling people this dream. This, And they'll have you. They're they're good at selling people debt. But you go to their house and they're not a jalopy. Now, you might be too young to understand what a, jalo- a jalopy is like a raggedy car. They could have a raggedy car while they sell you an Escalade. They sell you a Cadillac. They'll sell you a Hummer. But they, they don't buy into the product that they have to the point that they use it themselves. So here on Finding the Shama, it's my prayer and my desire to show you authenticity in its purest form as I am developing as well. And I want to encourage you to develop, um, anybody that says that they're there, I would question their, uh, sincerity. There are levels of being there and being in your zone, but a person that knows how vast or has an inkling of how vast creation is this universe is and how vast our lives are that, we're ever growing we're ever learning we're coming to knowledge of the truth of who we are and who our creator is and we're all in this process together and so um i hope you guys enjoy this episode of finding the shama i hope you feel encouraged You're like do some self-work i'm gonna enjoy these few days that I don't have to get up and make sure this person has eaten or this child needs that. I'm going to enjoy this and um, I'll be in touch (laughs) and I may do a couple of podcasts. We'll see. I'm playing it by ear right now, um, but I'm very grateful to my husband and my children who uh, love me enough to say it's time to take a break and don't worry about anything. We got it. And so um, I'm very grateful. I hope you guys have a beautiful day, uh, a lovely evening, lovely night. Whenever you're listening to this, whatever is left in your 24 hours, <laughs> I hope it's fabulous. And I hope that as you grow in your understanding of who you are, that you do take time for introspection, introspection and self inspection, because we will be inspected long term. And we all want to hear well done. We all want our gifts and offerings to be received. I hope you guys have a great day. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share. Hey, I wish it was a way you guys could leave me comments. I'm still learning the system and uh, I want to get feedback from you guys. So by all means, hit me up and let me know what you think. And if there's content you would like to hear on the show, let me know. You guys be blessed.